0: This is really what we were planning on doing. So, everybody who I talked to about what we were planning on doing, we're making some adjustments here, so don't be too messed up. I just wanted to read two scriptures to you. Um, and then I'm asking Joshua, of uh, Jonathan, and those guys, if they come back up. But I want us to, I believe that song at the end, Put Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And, you know, we've always sang that song and thought about. Just worldly things, you know, like you know, and all the things of this world will sort of fall off. And we've sort of thought, of, you know, in terms of living, you know, our sins and those kinds of things. But there's um, a, a deeper word that God wants to release to us, uh, and I think getting your sins off of you and your carnal desires is a good thing, absolutely. But there's there's more in God. Um, this is what the Lord said about Pharisees. He says, "He says this is John uh, Matthew twenty-three verse four. He says they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them in front of their fingers." And this is what Nehemiah said um, back when he was rebuilding the walls. Um, and I'm looking forward. There was a. The nobles of the land, meaning the leaders, were oppressing the people. The brethren, the, Israelis, the Israelites of God, were hurting each other. And they came to Nehemiah, the ones who were being hurt, and talked to Nehemiah about it. And it says in Nehemiah 5, verse 7, After serious thought, I rebuked the nobles and rulers, and said to them, Each of you is exacting ushery from his brother. So I called a great assembly against them. And the word is exacting. They were exacting and requiring something from their brethren that was really wrong. And you can take exacting and put whatever you want to put there. Uh, But there's a, a freedom in the Lord that I don't think we've really entered into. Um... And I think um, many of us have things in our hearts that we don't even know that keep us in bondage. Things that we actually believe to be the truth. Just like the, the Pharisees really believed. I don't believe they were insincere people in the sense that they were, the things they were requiring and asking people, they really believed it was righteous, it was godly, it was the right thing to do and require of people. And, but it wasn't. They were laying burdens on people that God hadn't laid on them. And I feel um, that the Lord wants to reach into our hearts and show us the Pharisee in us. To show us the things in us that are binding us and causing other people to be banned. The things that we put on people that really are not from the heart of God. They may seem like. You may believe them. You know, without, in, in, you know, wholeheartedly believing. You may have built part of your whole theology of your Christian life upon some of these things. Only to find out that it wasn't true. And, you know, that message I preached last week that Kim tried to demonstrate about, you know, when we put our eyes on something else besides the Lord, a, a cause or a doctrine or certain truth, emphasize it too much, or follow a person. That's what happens to you. And, you know, the Lord, this is what the Lord did. The Lord showed me something this week, showed Becky and I something. We were talking about an issue in our life that had really plagued us for a couple years, that we could not figure out how to solve it. No matter what we did, you know, there was no biblical solution to it. Uh, And I just said to Becky, if if the Lord would come right now in the flesh, so to speak, and talk to us, what would He say to us? That's what we need to hear. We need to hear Him tell us. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, that's a biblical term, lo and behold, we were actually out hiking when this was going on, and we sat down and started talking, and we realized that He came and started talking to us. And, but what He told us was not what we were thinking. He told us something about us that was wrong. He told us about a belief that we held to that really wasn't the right interpretation of the Word of God. And it had brought us into a level of bondage in our life that we didn't even realize we were in. And it caused caused us to put other people in bondage. And, And we were requiring something of other people that... Was not even the heart of the Lord on any level. But it wasn't because, and I could have, last week at this time, I could have given you 25 Bible verses to prove what I felt to be the truth was the truth. And I could have convinced you biblically that it was the truth. But the problem was, if it wasn't the right interpretation of the Scripture, it wasn't God's interpretation of it. It was something I got 20 something years ago from a sincere you know, move of God of something that happened, a belief that arose that was sincere and true and had truth in it, but it wasn't the truth. You hear what I'm saying to you? It wasn't the truth. It wasn't Him. It was Him plus something or Him minus something. That's really what it was. And it created something that wasn't right ultimately. And I could have never saw that. I could have never figured that out on my own. It took the Lord to speak to me and show me that. It took the Holy Spirit. It took Him talking to me. And He used my own mouth. You know, I mean, He spoke through my own mouth. But when He was, when I read this conversation, I said, oh my goodness, He did talk to us. He did come and tell us, but He didn't tell us, here's what you need to do. He said, here's what I want to take out of you. And suddenly, in light of what He said, everything changed. Every, our, our issues suddenly became different. We didn't see in the same way. Because he shed light on it. He told us the truth about it, the real truth, not just a partial truth, not just a piece of the truth. And really what we really have to do is we really have to hear what he has to say. And God has given us all the ability to hear him, believe it or not, whether we believe we can hear him or not. He wants to speak to people. He wants to clear up things. And God is not interested in anything that puts people in bondage in any level. He wants to set people free. He wants to remove things in your heart, in your life that's binding you. That's because that's what the heart of the Pharisee is. The heart of the Pharisee lays you down with things that seem good, that even seem biblically right, but ultimately they're not. And the reason they're not is because he said they're not right. And he can say, Byron, you can use all the Bible verses you want to. or to remember uh, Satan did the same thing with Jesus. He came to Jesus with Bible verses to prove his point. But Jesus didn't fall for it because he, you know, he couldn't fall for anything. I just believe, you know, what I'm trying to say to you is I believe God wants to set people free that there is a freedom in Christ that we don't understand and that we haven't really walked in. And He wants us to really go into the world and not put the world into the same bondages that we've walked in in our lives. He wants to go into the world and truly set the world free. Truly lead sinners to Christ and truly take the things out of them that's that's burdened them and holding them back. But also, we don't need to be adding stuff. And we don't need to be adding stuff to each other. So what I'm asking you to do this morning is for you to go to God and ask Him to show you stuff that you believe, that you believe is right, but it's really not right. And I believe every person in this room has got something in their life that they believe is right, but you wrong. You believe a certain interpretation of the scripture. You believe you have a certain value, spiritual value that you have. But it's really not the heart of God. And God can take that thing and say, this is what it really means. And when He says that to you, all of a sudden, there's a whole new world that opens up to you. All of a sudden, everything looks different. All of a sudden, the things that plagued you, they're not plagued to you anymore all of a sudden the things that just beat you to pieces and you can't work through them, suddenly they can't beat you to pieces. Anymore. Because you realize the problem wasn't with them or that. The problem wasn't here. And now that I see how God sees it, it's not a deal. Anymore like that. Are you with me? And I really encourage you to ask the Lord to do that. And pay attention. Pay attention. Because many times we ask the Lord to speak to us, and He does, but we just are going our merry way because we're looking for some boon from heaven, and it's not a boon. The way it is with me, it's like this little door that I see that's cracked, and there's a little bit of light, and I have a choice. See that God? I see light. I'm going through that door. The door's cracked, I can go through it. And and it's something that just grows and grows and grows and grows. It begins small, it begins little. That's why Jesus said, the Word of God is like a seed. It's a little thing. So I want to encourage you to ask God that, but be willing to hear a little thing that can grow, and the Lord can make something grow real quick, like within moments and hours and days. And it's liberating. There really is a freedom in the Lord that God wants to bring His people into that we have not yet experienced. And I want to encourage you this morning. It is possible. There is a grace of God beyond the grace that we've understood. It is possible in your life. And when God speaks to your heart and shows you something like that, it is the most liberating thing. It'll change your life. It will change your life. Amen? End of message. (laughs) There's Jonathan. So what we want to do is, Jonathan, would y'all come back up? Now, I think how we're going to do this, we want to pray for the sick, uh, but honestly, it'll be sort of hard to pray for them in here because of the noise level. So we're going to ask you to go in the kitchen, okay, to pray for the sick. Can y'all hang with that? Is that cool? So what we want to do is is just worship some, and you guys go in the kitchen. Everybody who's going to be praying, raise your hand. Okay, we need. there's two people here. Right, stand up if you're going to be praying. Right, y'all who are standing up right now, walk into the kitchen. Now, if there's any sick among you, okay, if there's any sick, go in the kitchen and receive prayer. Amen? And ask the Lord. I mean, if I was you, I'd be going in there if I was sick after hearing about what the Lord's done with Joshua. I'd be knocking the wall down to go in there. Go in there and ask the Lord. Whatever it is, it may be little little big, God doesn't care. It doesn't have to be a hole in the heart. It can be a headache. And we'll just worship some and enjoy the presence of the Lord and allow the Lord to do whatever He wants to do. Amen?